0: David, we you were just on, but we have a pretty big announcement and updates to Deal Machine. I happened to be on the call just the other night to see what you were up to.
1: What did you think? What was the biggest takeaway?
0: The biggest takeaway is the skip tracing, obviously. Yep, yep I agree. If you if anybody's spending any significant amount of money in skip tracing, I it almost makes your solution a no-brainer.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I actually was had the privilege of being on the Bigger Pockets podcast a month ago. So this before we were able to talk about what we were coming out with. And David Green, the host, asked if I would speak to his mastermind. And so while giving a demo later for his mastermind, the Spartan League, I was actually showing them how to do something in the app. And I had the update visible on the actual demo on accident. And so his mastermind has uh, some realtors actually. And they said, wait a minute, does that say the person who's renting the property? And I was like, yeah, actually, there's typically like a skip trace button that you would press and it would give you phone numbers associated with the property. But now we actually tell you the people associated with the property. You don't have to hit a button, it's already there. And it says if they're renting or if they're the owner. And so she was like, I prospect all the time. I would love to actually, people who rent properties are actually great prospects for me because they may buy a house. And I was like, dang, if that's valuable, we also have the actual net worth and annual household income of this person. And she was like, oh gosh, couldn't believe it. That was like a huge change is instead of skip tracing a property, now we have people associated with the property and it tells you if they rent or if they own. And if it's a rental property, it'll tell you both. You can get the contact of the renter or the actual person. And there's no need to re-skip trace a property if somebody moves because that's just automatically connected in the app. So it was a big mindset shift. I really I enjoyed we finally got to announce it a, a couple of days ago, November 20th, and it was so funny because we said skip tracing is dead. If you're even spending a thousand dollars on skip tracing, that's going to cost you that's a typical spend for somebody who's doing cold calling and text messaging per month, and it's included in the price for like a hundred dollars, I think a hundred twelve, something like that per month. And people still kept asking, "So how much is the skip tracing?" And I'm like, "No, there's no skip tracing." And somebody at the end finally asked that question. They're like, "Just kidding, ha!" Huh? Because it's just a it's a very big paradigm shift, but it hasn't been available like this before.
0: I would imagine that uh, there are some services. On notice at this point, you've come into. If, if people aren't familiar, go to dealmachine.com uh, and take a look at what David has built here because there's a lot of functionality in this application, especially if you're doing driving for dollars. But the skip tracing aspect of it, I kept waiting for the shoe to drop as to what's the catch when it came oh, really? To it. Yeah, there's you no know, catch. But, there is no there is no catch, but right. I, I have to. So, could we circle back on on one thing though, David? I'm I'm curious as to how did you come around to adding this functionality? Do you what is that feedback mechanism that made you decide that this would be the next thing to approach in your in your app?
1: We've been around since 2017, and that's about seven years ago. And I was looking for my first real estate deal back then. And I wasn't able to find anything that would cash flow in my market. So I went to a meetup and they said, I need to go look for rundown properties. And I started doing that. And I would write down who the address. Then I would go home, look up who owned it. And then I would actually send a letter, but that I wasn't completing that step. And I saw a house that was rundown and it was being worked on two months later. I was like, I know I have this on my list. And so my stomach dropped when I saw I had it on my list. And the deal machine was born that following weekend when I decided I'm going to spend my time making this widget on my phone that lets me pin a house and look up who owns the property automatically and then send a request to have it printed somewhere. So that that's how deal machine started. And that was, of course, out of my own need. We, we've been around seven years now. So we've helped people close like 10,000 deals and people are always telling us that's gotten us into trouble, actually, <laughs> believe it or not. And and so there's got to be a balance. So we had we still have this feature request portal actually where everyone can request what they want. And so as we grew over the next three or four years, we went to town building every single thing that everyone wanted. And we wanted to serve everyone who was using the community. It's a community that we love so much because it's everyone who wants to build a better life for themselves. And there's nothing more honorable than that. And I certainly related to it because I was very driven to get into real estate investing for the same for me. I wanted nice stuff. I saw, I had a nice upbringing, but I saw some kids, parents had bigger houses and stuff like that. So we built everything that everybody wanted, but then we noticed new people coming into the app didn't really have the exact idea about what to do now, because now there's so many options and things to do. The, The most important thing when you're a beginner is just find rundown houses and contact them. And uploading a custom mail piece is distracting to somebody who really doesn't know what they're doing yet. Then we stopped listening blindly to everyone who would give us an idea. And we focused on really making what's most valuable to a beginner the prominent thing and hiding any other like sophisticated features that some people truly do need, but would get in the way and make things complicated. So we spent the last three years focusing on simplicity and then reliability of the app. And I would say the skip tracing part has been a part of the deal machine community for quite a while. And we have had skip tracing for, I would say, five years where you press the button. But we were never the solution that people would come to just to bulk upload a skip trace list. And I think we we always wondered why. And so we started testing a lot of different skip trace options and providers and like just learning more about that. When we realized that it, it's not ever been included, it's like, nobody likes being nickeled and dimed. Like why would you continue to operate the business that way when I feel the pain of that nickel and diming and, and the data is not even always right. Another lesson that I thought of was deal machine was never meant to even be a business. I built it for myself so that I could get that first property done. And I showed the person who ran my meetup, her name's Brittany Wicks. And she came to Indianapolis once a month to buy 30 properties per month was her goal at the auction. And she was the kind of acquisitions person for this turnkey rental property company. So I showed her what I was doing at this meetup that she ran. And she's, oh, wow, I'll try that. I'll spend a thousand dollars to try any new marketing. And I was like, a thousand dollars, my jaw hit the ground. I was like, I'm not even, I didn't try to sell this thing. And it was a free app because it wasn't even on the app store. And so I I found a way, I needed a logo and a name. So I just went to 99designs, put that together, and then came up with the name Deal Machine. Uh, because in my past job, if I closed a deal, my boss would call me a deal machine. I thought that felt nice. And so I was like, this makes sense, real estate deals. So the whole reason it was on the app store was because of her. And we had people start to find it because it had driving for dollars as the keyword. but the main, no, nobody would would buy the $2 per mail piece mail that I was sending to it. Like she even negotiated it down. But I was like, I've got to have some incentive to make this app better. I've got to make some margin. And so a big game changer for us, we did $20,000 in revenue that first year. But the next year we did 1.3 million in revenue. And the biggest difference was we created a $50 monthly fee and we brought the mail down to a dollar. And I was like, whoa, are the people getting way less nickel and dime less. So then they'll even uh, invest more and be able to feel good and better about it. We've continued to bring that mail cost down as low as even, I think, 45 cents now. And that's it's been a game changer for everyone, right? Because then they, they get past that incremental charge that they would be spending. Now, unfortunately, I can't make the mail pieces free because there's actual hard costs to that. But we had to strike up a good set of relationships to be able to provide The skip tracing and that type of arrangement, and I'm so glad we did. It's innovative. I don't think anyone else has done it, certainly not at the quality that I've very proud that we've been able to obtain. If you have a rental property, look it up. You'll see your tenants on there, and you'd be like, "Oh, holy cow, that's real accurate."
0: There's a big lesson to be learned there. It sounds as you've been driving to make things simpler. Your business continues to pick up pace. Is that fair to say?
1: Yes. And specifically less nickel and diming people. One of the things with the complication that we learned as well was, you know, we were like, oh, maybe 20% of the people want this feature. So we'll make it a $20 add-on. But dude, people hate that. And so we have a very simplistic pricing package that we've moved to over the last three years, not only simplifying the app while still being sophisticated, we've simplified the pricing structure too. So it's just the next iteration of that. And you said it beautifully, the, the more simple is that what you said? The more simple that you make, things mm-hmm. will seem to yeah, it's, really it's, get value from it.
0: It's When it comes to real estate investors, I have definitely found, especially we have the squirrel mentality. We're always chasing the next shiny object. And it isn't until you focus on one avenue, whether it's wholesaling or fix and flipping or buy and hold. When you find that specialization, that's when you start to to excel. At what Mm -hmm. you're doing,
1: absolutely. So I feel like we we've definitely hit our stride seven years in. Again, the level of excitement from the community feels like back in the early days when there was no driving for dollars app that let you send a house a postcard with their picture on it to the owner. So Mm -hmm. it's definitely an exciting time.
0: I'm going to try to release this before you you have a special uh, opportunity for people right now. So I'm going to try to release this before that window closes. Amazing. Could you, would you mind sharing that a little bit? Yeah. that's so is the best, not the place for no,
1: it? No, so we've got Black Friday going on right now. It's 50% off uh, for the year. And you get the unlimited contact information, phone numbers and emails. And like I said, net worth, all kinds of other information that's useful. Dealmachine.com slash Black hyphen Friday is the way you can actually go get access to those deals.
0: Yeah, I appreciate you throwing that out there because this is really an interesting... Uh, time when it comes to real estate investing, you earlier we talked briefly about what type of feedback loop and everything and and the squirrel mentality of not only real estate investors but entrepreneurs. How do you f- find reining not only yourself in but your team in to just make sure that you focus on these things now that you find of value?
1: I used to be so in the weeds with the process of. This app was created for what I personally needed as a real estate investor. But as we've evolved, we've actually brought in, thankfully, one of my best friends from high school who used to be a teacher, but was a little bit fed up with that system and some of the ceilings that creates financially. And so he's learned product management and he's gotten you know certified as a product manager and been with us for, I think, two years now. So just app learned a ton and is giving that full-time attention. Whereas I'm glancing at it to make sure that process is working well. But we have these things. One of the things he does, his name's Dan, is one of the things we do as a company is we have these office hours and it's every day run by Ryan Hewitt, our uh, customer success manager. So if anyone has like a question about the technology, they can just join in those office hours. And then Ryan has helped people Figure out we have exactly what they need, they didn't even know it, right? Oh, they were looking for who the best data provider was, and you, you can build a list of cash buyers. It's quite accurate now, especially since we have not only property information but like person information, so that's helped people cut costs, cut other things they don't need, and so anyway, Dan, our head of product, he attends those office hours once a week as like part of what he does as his job so that he can have he can listen in on those conversations and even ask a question like, oh, can you tell me more about that? What's the issue? And one of the things that I thought Dan was really keen on is the most vocal customers are oftentimes the biggest operators. And even though they're the loudest voices, we and our mission is to give everyone the power of real estate investing. We're intentionally not building a very complicated tool that can serve a lot of niche purpose. You know what I mean? Like We're actually trying to make it easier for the everyday person to quit their W-2 job, replace that with wholesaling real estate and making it extremely simple and reliable way to do that. So he goes and seeks out people who are voices that are getting their start or maybe doing 10 deals a year rather than just listening to the loudest voices, which are serious people who still do use our platform. But he just has to remember that most people who use it aren't at that level, and that's our true mission is to help them
0: yeah this is did you have mentorship in the business world or did you find this way naturally regarding defining this like this focus and your specific audience?
1: yeah there, I've had three mentors, and uh, one of them was I, I I quit corporate to go work for an entrepreneur, and so I really liked working for him for two years and that was a mentorship I got paid to work at his company, but learned a lot. And then the second mentor that I ever had was Ramit Sethi. And he's not real estate related at all, but he had some great courses on how to start an online business. And one of the things that I got was like being very focused allows you to appeal to more people. Rather, if you're too broad, then you actually resonate with nobody. So it's very counterintuitive. But that was the takeaway before I found real estate that I've always remembered that is echoed in the book called The E-Myth and that's the entrepreneurial myth. And so I, d- I forgot, that was one coach, I forgot they have a coaching program after you read the book, The E-Myth. And so we went through and got really focused on who our company serves. And I would say one of the later mentors that I had, his is Dan Martell. And yeah, I, again, like just really focusing in, is gonna help resonate more than just being broad when you resonate to nobody. So it does sound counterintuitive because we see these examples out here, I'll, like like podcasts, for example, like the Joe Rogan podcast. Like He can talk about all kinds of stuff and MMA. So you're like, I want to be like him. So you go and make this like broad show, but that really won't resonate with anybody. He only gets to do that because he was a celebrity before he started. Yeah. And he did a lot of things. Or like Gary Vaynerchuk, people see him. He talks about so much stuff. But really, when he first started, all he talked about, was wine. I think it's it's easy to think you can start broad, and because we see these great examples and idols that we, and want to mimic, but that's not how they started. Typically, in, in the real estate space, I I've actually focused on the same thing. It's do you hear about these multifamily deals and people make millions of dollars? But I I just say focus on the single family because that's what I know, and I want a simple life. I even had an Airbnb and some long term rentals but i realized that airbnb business hinges on the cleaning person it's a totally different thing than mm-hmm. long term rentals and then i had to create twice as many processes for that business and then for the long term rental business which means it was just not worth the overhead of having to develop that and check in on it so i converted it back to a long term rental and just had try to stay focused cuz i want to be i want to have a business that serves me Rather than me getting crazy, focus on all these businesses that have different processes, et cetera.
0: No, that it's always so interesting that the more you focus on something, the more likely it's going to grow. You recognize pretty quickly there that that Airbnb endeavor was a distraction at best.
1: Yeah, it was when the hair got left on the pillow and the tenant, the renter, what do you call it? The guests complained, Literally, rightly so, yeah. <laughs> Rightly, so, but then the complaint and the bad review, it took away my Superhost badge. So now I wasn't being recommended as much. And so therefore I was losing, I was not getting nearly as much money. And yeah, it was my cleaning person's fault. And yeah, I could work with her to fix it, but that damage had already been done. So it's now what? Yeah. I just realized if I can maximize what I know and triple down on what I know, then that's going to be, put me in a good position rather than trying to diversify and creating more headaches for myself, more problems to solve.
0: Well, do you dare share what's on the horizon here? Are you think you got the next thing already pl- being planned out?
1: One of the, yeah, absolutely. So one of the ways I started the presentation last Monday was with everything we've done in the past year. And if you look on the I, yeah, Apple App Store or the Google Play Store at Deal Machine, you'll see every two weeks, we actually have a major update. Now, it's not like frustrating changing the way the app looks so that you don't know how to use it every two weeks, but it's really enhancing and simple and increasing the reliability, which is excellent over the last year, I will say, in terms of reliability and lack of bugs compared to previous years. We're doing significant things every year. So what we did this past year was you could point your camera at a house and automatically... We'll tell you who owns it and adds a lead. We added the virtual driving for dollars on your phone. So if you wanted to go drive and you have a job that you work during daylight, you you can do that from anywhere, just as an example. And so I would say we're gonna get a lot of feedback on this data. And so a a major thing is gonna be exporting the people file rather than traditional exports from our platform and others have always been property-based, right? So instead of a one-property, and then having okay the renters and the owners in future columns, you'll be able to actually search for people. That includes realtors in the area or property owners, cash buyers in the area. You're going to get a list of people rather than a list of properties. So that's definitely an enhancement that's so obvious to come next. And filter those people by their net worth and their ability to to spend cash like that is going to be further doubling down on the immense people data that we currently have.
0: Yeah. Just to remind everybody, head over to dealmachine.com for more information. I'll have that link in the show notes regarding the Black Friday special. But David, as always, this is always such a great conversation and, and a great way to catch up. Um, before I let you go, though, is there anything that we wanted to, you wanted to make sure we, we called out?
1: Dealmachine.com slash Black-Friday would be the great place to go if you guys actually want to check out the free data.
0: Dave, this was great again, and you're welcome back anytime. If you have other big announcements, frankly, I would love to spend a little time with you just to talk a little bit about your development cycle because I could nerd out on that for a little bit because every two weeks is an extremely aggressive time frame for releases on any app or any platform mm-hmm. look at Apple Apple just announced that they're putting any new development on hold as they just squash bugs right now, so mm. it's probably i didn't know they weeks. announced that. Yeah. So it. it's, it's been interesting.
1: Okay. Interesting. I'm happy to nerd out on that anytime, Jack. That'd be fun.
0: Yeah. We'll catch you later. Great to catch up. All right. You too, Jack. Thanks for having me on. Have you learned at least one actionable step to incorporate into your real estate investing? If so, please consider returning some of that value by leaving a positive review, subscribing to our YouTube channel, or joining our growing network on Facebook and Twitter. You can find links to all of our social media accounts in the show notes. See you next time.